This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It's your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi, once again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast, a daily digest of the news events here in Arizona. It is Thursday, January 25th, 2024. But we both know we might call this Friday Eve, right? Let's hold on and check the news of the day. Well, the chair of the Arizona Republican Party allegedly tried to bribe Carrie Lake to stay out of this year's U.S. Senate race. And yesterday, Jeff DeWitt resigned as party chair while also accusing Lake of blackmailing him. From the politics desk, Ben Giles sorts it all out. It's not illegal or even unheard of to try to sway, even explicitly, to pay a candidate to abandon a campaign for higher office. But an audio recording obtained by the Daily Mail of London shows that DeWitt was well aware of the optics of trying to buy off Lake. DeWitt asked for Lake's discretion while telling her that powerful people back east are willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. Lake repeatedly rebuffed his efforts. In a statement, DeWitt said Lake threatened to release more surreptitiously recorded conversations unless he immediately resigned. Ben Giles, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Arizona Republican lawmakers are introducing a bill that copies parts of a Texas immigration law the U.S. Department of Justice says is unconstitutional. Also from our politics team, Cameron Sanchez has that. Republican Senator Janae Shamp's bill would make it a crime for a person to enter Arizona from Mexico outside of a port of entry or to re-enter the state if the person has already been deported. These are already federal crimes, but Shamp says making them state crimes would empower state and local law enforcement to arrest individuals at the border. So yes, we're doing what Texas is doing, because we're trying to secure the border to protect our citizens. The Arizona County Sheriff's Association and Republicans in both chambers support the bill, even though the Justice Department has already sued to block Texas's SB4. Senate President Warren Peterson says the state has the resources to fight back against the federal government if the DOJ files a similar challenge in Arizona. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Democrats in the Arizona House and Senate have introduced a set of bills to expand abortion access in the state. And Governor Hobbs says she supports the proposals. But, as KJZZ's Catherine Davis-Young reports... The bills are likely dead on arrival in the Republican-controlled legislature, but Democrats are backing bills to protect access to contraceptives and to roll back some requirements for the state health department to collect data about abortions. They also want to officially repeal a law dating back to 1864 that bans all abortions except to save the life of the mother. The state Supreme Court is currently weighing whether that law should be enforced, but the court or the lawmakers may not have the final say. Abortion rights advocates hope to gather enough signatures to put the issue before Arizona voters in November. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Gilbert police made three more arrests yesterday related to a string of violent attacks on teenagers in the East Valley. The latest arrests are tied to an assault that took place on an adult in December of 2022. At least 12 have now been charged in connection with the series of cases. Gilbert Police Chief Michael Solberg had told the town council yesterday that more arrests were coming, but he said reviewing evidence and investigating these cases is taking time. What our community needs to know is that our Gilbert officers and detectives have been and continue working tirelessly behind the scenes to achieve these arrests. At the meeting, several Gilbert community members again expressed frustration at the town council and the police that they've not moved faster to address the crimes. Solberg said his department plans to give another public update on the situation today.
Well, the rate of Arizonans quitting their jobs has steadied following a period of people resigning in higher numbers than usual. Greg Hawney reports. The slowdown in resignations comes as the state economy has seen other signs of going back to normal after the pandemic. Unemployment remained at 4.3 percent from November into December, which was normal for pre-pandemic levels. Doug Walls with the Arizona Office of Economic Opportunity says unemployment levels ticked up through 2023 following its historic low in May. I think it speaks to just a more uh, healthy labor market um, where we do see people entering and exiting the labor force. uh, you know, other other times people might um, leave one job, you know, for opportunities in another. Despite the slowdown, Wall said Arizona was one of the four states to see their employment levels grow beyond pre-pandemic levels. Greg Hani, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill to impose tighter regulations on secondary ticket resellers received bipartisan support at the Arizona legislature on Tuesday. A House committee voted to ban predatory practices and combat efforts to gobble up tickets before the public has a chance to purchase them. Democratic Representative Annalise Ortiz says the legislation would allow small venues and artists to sell tickets. Without having a reseller coming in and unjustly taking that money away and hurting uh, the fine arts communities that are so fundamental to many of our Arizona cities and towns. House Bill 2194 would ban the sale of more than one copy of the same ticket, but also require companies to actually own a ticket before attempting to resell it to the public. Construction contractor groups are suing the city of Phoenix over having to pay employees the average local wage for workers in similar jobs. Key to the case led by the Goldwater Institute is whether a prevailing wage is judged to be a type of minimum wage. Matthew Casey has more. The prevailing wage ordinance recently approved by Phoenix replaces one the city council passed and repealed last year. A subsequent attorney general opinion says that a city's authority over minimum wage means it can make contractors on public works projects pay a prevailing wage. It's one lawyer's opinion. It's not binding on the court. And frankly, it's completely wrong. John Thorpe is a staff attorney for the Goldwater Institute. Prevailing wage and minimum wage are completely separate things that are treated differently under the law. Thorpe's clients are groups such as the Arizona Builders Alliance and the Associated Minority Contractors of Arizona. A city spokesperson says Phoenix has not yet been served with their lawsuit. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Arizona Department of Water Resources is considering establishing a new groundwater management area for the first time since 1980. From the Politics Desk once again, Cameron Sanchez reports. A new AMA in Gila Bend would mark the first management area created by the state government since the passage of the Groundwater Management Act more than four decades ago. Groundwater levels have sharply declined in the Gila Bend Basin over the past several years. An AMA would regulate groundwater harvesting in Gila Bend for the purpose of conservation. The only other management area created since 1980 occurred two years ago in Douglas, but it was voters, not the government, who elected to create their own AMA, the first established in that manner. The Department of Water Resources will hold a public hearing next week to consider making an AMA in Gila Bend. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. SSP America is a subcontractor for the city of Phoenix that employs hundreds of restaurant and concession workers at Sky Harbor Airport. Many of them walked off the job on Tuesday. Kirsten Dorman has more on why they've gone on strike for a third time. 
Michelle Hornstein has worked at Sky Harbor for nine years. She says events following the two previous walkouts influenced this one. We believe that SSP is punishing workers in a discriminatory way for you know, their union involvement. Unite Here Local 11 represents workers like Hornstein. In a recent complaint to the National Labor Relations Board, the union alleged SSP America has issued 19 disciplines and three terminations since November. We do a lot to make this company the money that we make them. And we do it with all of these extra hurdles that continue to be placed in front of us. And we still make it happen for them. And so we're asking them to make it happen for us, too. SSP America did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In sports basketball, Devin Booker scored 22 of his 46 points in a decisive third quarter. Suns matched their longest win streak of the season at seven straight with a 132-109 comeback win over the Mavericks last night in Dallas. The Suns turned a 16-point deficit into a 22-point lead, outscoring Dallas 43-20 in the third quarter alone. Phoenix continues a season-long seven-game road trip. They seek a season-high eight-game win streak tomorrow in Indiana. Hockey, the Coyotes started a road trip in South Florida last night with a 6-2 loss to the Panthers, snapping a two-game win streak. Florida's Matthew Kachuk scored twice for the winners. Dylan Gunther and Logan Cooley uh, tallied for the Coyotes, while Carol Vimelka made 37 saves. Yotes right back at it in Tampa this evening. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast this Thursday, January 25th. I'm Phil Latzman. Weekend's on the way. Enjoy the day. We'll be back at you, of course, tomorrow.